afternoon, live from 4th Street, downtown Louisville, WFBK presents our weekly live music showcase, Live Lunch. Thank you, thank you for being here today. Full house for one of our favorite performers. We are so thrilled that he's here. He's celebrating 20 years for the album Hammer and Nail. It was his first record, and he's got a new version of it that's live. Playing tonight at the Brown Theater, will you welcome, please, Paul Thorne. Hello, everybody. Hello, everyone here in the live studio and everybody out there in Radio Land. So glad we're all together. And uh, I'm glad to be alive because the older I've gotten, a lot of people I know are dead. <laughs> and I'm still here, so something to be happy about. My next door neighbor Joe was out in his yard. He walked out by the mailbox and got hit by a car. I saw it from my front porch while drinking sweet tea. Yeah, I guess I was lucky it could have been me. I'm still here. I made it through another day. I'm still here. There's more than some can see. When I feel down, I don't shed a tear. I say glory, hallelujah, thank you, Jesus, praise the Lord, I'm still here. Are you glad to be alive? This next verse is about me. It's true. When I was 12 years old, I fell to sixth grade. I sat by myself on the school bus every day. Big bullies beat me up, little girls turned me down. But those trials and tribulations made me who I am now. I'm still here. I'm needed through another day. I'm still here. There's more than some can see. When I feel down, I don't shed a tear. I say, glory, hallelujah, thank you, Jesus, praise the Lord, I'm still here. Father, time is undefeated. Someday he's gonna get us all. He knows my name and he's got my number, but until I get that call, I'm still here. I'm be through another day. I'm still here. That's more than some can see. When I feel down. I don't shed a tear I say glory, hallelujah Thank you, Jesus Praise the Lord, I'm still here When I'm traveling the country Going to different venues And going to different radio stations I run into all kinds of people Some of them are pleasant Some of them are not Today I run into nothing but pleasant people. Uh, I'd like to give a shout out to a lady that was uh, serving coffee in the lobby. Her name was Tara, and she had a wonderful aura around her. She's a really sweet lady, I could tell, and she brought me some coffee, and she asked me what I wanted in my coffee. I don't get that at home from my wife. <laughs> she said, fix it yourself. But anyway, and she gave me a great hug. You know, people hug, but some... Hugs better than others. She has a great hug. 
Tara, I love you, darling. I'm going to talk some more about you later in the show. It's all going to be things to lift you up the way you lifted me up. Yeah, I knew a woman. She lived down the road. Her husband passed away two years ago. She has a lonely nights when teardrops fall. So pick up your telephone and give her a call. What have you done to lift somebody up? When have you helped someone who's got it rough? Oh, we can change the world with a little love. What have you done to lift somebody up? Sometimes we're too hard on our kids. We do nothing but criticize them. Pump them up sometimes and make them feel good. A little boy struck out in a baseball game. He couldn't face his father. He felt so ashamed. Daddy said, don't worry. I'm proud of you, son. You don't have to win to be number one. What have you done to lift somebody up? When have you helped someone who's got it rough? Oh, we can change the world with a little love. What have you done to lift somebody up? We all need to do a little more. Cause you can't be rich if your neighbors are poor. What have you done to lift somebody up? When have you helped someone who's got it rough? Oh, we can change the world with a little love. What have you done to lift somebody up? What have you done? Wow, thank you. It's so awesome that I've been able to play music uh, full-time for over 20 years. Uh, the first record I put out was Hammer and Nail. Uh, and uh, I remember when I was recording this album out in Los Angeles, uh, I went into a coffee shop one morning, and uh, a lady was sitting there having coffee. And I just sat down there with her, and we just started talking, complete strangers. And she was telling me how she had moved to Los Angeles to become a movie star, actress that's what she was following her dreams she had left her small town and she was lonely she was having hard times getting any roles in any movies or anything and I never saw her after that day and I don't know what happened to her maybe she made it maybe she didn't I don't know but whatever happened to her I, I admire her for making that bold step I saw Cinderella on heartache and vine She sang a cappella And turned dollars into wine Through the crowd I heard the melody Of Mississippi around my mind And though no one noticed 
I saw a tear fall from her eye She's like a star that fell down On the wrong side of town But to me she shines More than all these city lights Back in Tupelo tonight Something's missing in the sky Must be a star That fell down I took her picture standing Outside the Hollywood Bowl She believes that one day They'll come here to see her show She waited in the fountain Among the wishes that others threw in She didn't have a penny So I tossed one in She's like a star that fell down On the wrong side of town But to me she shines More than all these city lights Back into below tonight Something's missing in the sky Must be a star That fell down In the city of angels Big dreams die hard Back home they don't know She's been sleeping in her car She parks it by a payphone She gave the number to a friend of a friend She's waiting on a ship that Ain't ever coming in She's like a star that fell down On the wrong side of town But to me she shines More than all these city lights Back in Tupelo tonight Something's missing in the sky Must be a star That fell down She's like a star Thank you. Uh, my mama is one of my favorite people. Uh, when I go visit her, she cooks a nice meal. She cooks the food I really like better than anybody else. It's better than the Cracker Barrel. She makes good stuff, and uh, one of the things that uh, she does, whatever she cooks, whatever's left over, she puts them in containers, and I can take the leftovers home and reheat them. It's awesome. And uh, the fa- my favorite thing that she makes is turnip greens. She does it in a way uh, Cracker Barrel can't. <laughs> Well, I went to see my mama this evening And she was cooking turnip greens 
Yeah, I want to see my mama this evening And she was cooking a ton of grains She had some hot buttered cornbread And I washed it down with a glass of iced tea She had some butter beans And some good old black-eyed peas Yeah, she had some butter beans And some good old black-eyed peas Everything she had was fresh out of the garden Except for the macaroni and cheese Now when I got ready to leave She put some greens in a cool whip bowl Yeah now When I got ready to leave She put some greens in a cool whip bowl Cause she knew I wouldn't bring her Tupperware back She said, now, baby, here's something you can take with you, darling. You can heat them up and eat them when you get home. (laughs) Um, It's hard to do the right thing. That's just a blanket statement that we all can relate to in our own way. And we all weak in certain areas, and we're strong in others. And so we need to work on our weak spots. One of mine is I like to eat junk food in my hotel room late at night. I don't care about getting crumbs on the sheets. It don't bother me because the lovely lady that's knocking on the door is fixing to come in there and pick it up. But last night I backslid. I backslid. Uh, about 10 o'clock we stopped. Uh, at a gas station, and they had a Shipley's Donuts. No, no, a Dunkin' Donuts in the same place that they were selling potato chips. And so I got three chocolate-covered donuts, and and I hid them from my friends. <laughs> I didn't want them to see the condition I'm in. <laughs> and so I got into my room, and... Um, Got the everything situated. I had my Gatorade by the bed. I had my remote going. I opened up the sack. I bit into the chocolate donut, and they were stale. It was stale, so I just licked the chocolate off <laughs> and just had naked donuts in the garbage can without their chocolate. Anyway, you can put your own story in there, but you know you ain't doing right. Get it together. Get it together. Deep down, I want to be a good man. I make new resolutions every day. I start off with the best of intentions Till my lack of follow-through gets in the way Oh, I sent on Saturday 
I repent on Sunday Then I tell myself I won't procrastinate on Monday Tuesday I do like I should Wednesday I do pretty good Thursday Paul drops the ball Then I backslide on Friday That's today Na 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 I'm always planning for the future I've set some lofty goals inside my mind Someday soon I'll put the wheels in motion But right now I can't seem to find the time Oh, I sin on Saturday I repent on Sunday then I tell myself I won't procrastinate on Monday Tuesday I do like I should Wednesday I do pretty good Thursday Paul drops the ball And I backslide on Friday Don't you feel ashamed? Na 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 I have unlimited potential Mama said that I was born to win My picture's on her refrigerator She's hoping I won't let her down again Oh, I sin on Saturday I repent on Sunday Then I tell myself I won't procrastinate on Monday Tuesday I do like I should Wednesday I do pretty good Thursday Paul drops the ball And I backslide on Friday Na 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 Thank you Paul Thorne on WFBK's Live Lunch Thank you he has just a few fans here, uh, a lot of fans, actually. He's playing tonight at the Brown Theater. We're going to talk with Paul in just a moment. WFBK's Live Lunch Series is made possible by contributions from listeners like you. And thanks also to our sponsor for today's broadcast, Music Go Round, for 20 years, buying, selling, and trading used musical instruments and equipment. Open daily to meet pro or student instrument needs. Music lessons, guitar and amp repair available, 3640 South Hurstbourne Parkway, and musicgoroundlouisvilleky.com. And thanks to the City Cafe with Citywide Delivery for any event for providing lunch for our members today. Next week on Live Lunch, the Southern Blues Rock from a band called Otis. And they're here for the... Uh, Garvin Gate Blues Festival, the annual blues festival, takes place on Garvin Place in Oak, and we're very excited to have them. So you can go to WFBK.org, see who else is coming in the next few weeks, and listen to past programs there as well. So very pleased to have Mr. Paul Thorne with us today. Paul, congratulations on 20 years being in the music industry, making a living at it, and uh, recording one great album after another. The most recent album is a live version of Hammer and Nail, going back to your first album. Um, tell us about the rough recording process of that. Well, we just listened to the original version, and we thought, we need to get this thing better. <laughs> so we redid it. It's better now. Yeah. We just, uh, you know, we just filmed some live shows, you know, and when I, when I do my live shows, you know, I, we, I don't just sing songs. I talk to the 
between songs and all that. And so that wasn't on the first version. And so it's it's a concert. It's a, but we play the whole hammer nail record front to back. And I think we do it better now. I bet you do. Now you recorded it though on a cruise. Is this right? Yeah, yeah. We recorded. Uh, there's a, a, a music cruise called the Kayamo. It's sort of like a who's who of Americana all get together and they perform on the on the ship, and that's where we recorded it at. Yeah, had a bunch of a bunch of drunk people. Because <laughs> when you go on the ship, that's what you do. You let your hair down. And you be, you be who you always want to be, but you can't be when you're home having responsibilities and stuff. So you can just be foolish and get drunk. I bet. <laughs> that sounds like a pretty sweet place to record an album, though. Where were you all? In the Caribbean, or where were you? May, may I tell uh, Laura, I, to be honest with you, I can't remember because I've done so many of them. Uh -huh. I, I don't even know where the next one's going. I just I like it to be a surprise. Yeah. <laughs> um, so... Uh, I'm curious as to what you were doing 20 years ago before you recorded the album. What, well, were you, what were you doing for a living? Well, right out of high school, I was doing a whole bunch of stuff. I joined the National Guard. I was in that for six years. I worked in a furniture factory for 12 years. I was a professional boxer for eight to 10 years. But I was doing all that stuff at the same time. And, uh, and uh, uh, I was just struggling along, and I was writing songs. And, you know, and I've, I developed a, a, a pretty good catalog of songs during that 12 years I was working at the factory and doing all that and uh, through a series of you know miracles I was discovered by uh, the manager of Sting and the police his name was Miles Copeland who who got a cassette of mine and heard my songs and literally flew down to Tupelo to hear me play at a gig I had two nights a week in a pizza restaurant and he came up and introduced himself and and he liked my songs I had written, and I got offered a record deal, and I was able to uh, quit my day jobs. And uh, I've been a touring act, and build, I've been building a found fan base ever since. Wow. I didn't realize that story. That's amazing. Wow. Yeah. How did Miles get a hold of that cassette? Well, uh, this is even more crazy. Uh, <laughs> somebody that worked for Miles Copeland had gotten a cassette, and he kept trying to get Miles' attention but Miles was a busy man, and so he never got him to listen to the tape. So they were all over in France. Miles Copeland, now, I don't mean to name drop, but this is you asked the question. <laughs> but uh, Miles Copeland, Miles Copeland, uh, Cher, uh, Sting, and John Bon Jovi were having a meal together. And uh, this person that worked for Miles stuck my cassette in the sound system <laughs> where they were eating. <laughs> and Cher... I wasn't there, but supposedly Cher said, what is this? I like this. And then everybody's ears perked up, and that's how I got listened to. Wow. That's crazy. Was it were the songs on that cassette on the uh, Hammer and Nail album? Some of them Some were. Some of them were. Yep. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yep. Wow. Yep. Um, I've noticed there's a there's a few other performers who are celebrating you know, their anniversaries of records, be they the 20th or the 25th. Um, what was it for you? What, I mean, how would you get the idea to for yourself to – to want to do this, re-record the album and. Well, I mean, I didn't know what was happening. I'm like, keep in mind, I was working in a factory, trying to be a boxer. Trying, I was in the National Guard. I was doing all this different stuff. Mm -hmm. I didn't plan any of it. It's just, it's just that when they showed up, I was prepared. You yeah. know, 
I, I, you know, I had a whole, I had over a hundred songs I had written. Wow. And not by myself. There's a gentleman I write songs with who's here today, Billy Maddox. He's we've been together for over thirty years, and he and I wrote and still write almost all the songs. And and uh, having that body of songs is what got me out of the factory. Yeah. Um, I just, I guess I meant doing an anniversary album. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, you know, it's like when you're married, even if you don't love your mate, you got to celebrate when you have certain milestones, you know, you know, I mean, you look at these, uh, you see these pictures, uh, <laughs> you see these pictures in the newspaper every week. It'll show like 20 different couples that's just getting married and they're all standing there smiling by a pine tree or whatever. And then you turn on the next page and it shows the people that's made it 50 years and they always look beat down <laughs> and they're not smiling and they look like they're just right on the verge of needing life support. <laughs> and, uh, but them's the ones I'm, but those are the ones I admire. Those are the ones I admire. I'm, I really like seeing old people in love. Because it's more impressive than young people being in love. Because it's easy to be in love when you're young and pretty. But as every time, oh, no, I'm not trying to be, maybe that's funny, but I'm not trying to be. But as you get older, all that stuff kind of, it's not what it was. So at that point, that's when you find out if you have a friend or not. And, mm -hmm. and the ones that really love one another, they wind up friends. Because every, everything else don't work no more. <laughs> it's a true test, yes. <laughs> <laughs> so what is the Paul Thorne Trailer Park Philosopher Experience? Because I read about this a little bit, and I was hoping maybe you would talk about that. Well, let me say on the front, uh, I didn't come up with a name for it. My, the, the, late, the people that do publicity for me call, me, call it the Philosopher Experience. I don't, I'm not a philosopher. I'm a dyslexic who failed the sixth grade. <laughs> and, uh, and I'm not a philosopher, but that's what they want to call it. But what it is, we got this Airstream trailer that goes city to city. And it's just a trailer, so it can't hold that many. So we sell 25 or 30 tickets at the most. And what we do is we just, um, those people, they come inside my trailer, and we shut the door behind us. And for 90 minutes, we just sit in there, and we do like kind of like what we're doing right now. We just talk, and, and uh, they ask me questions about me. I ask them questions about them. And there's some of uh, my memorabilia, my publicity people put some memorabilia of mine in there. It's just a hangout thing, you know. And we got a, uh, we got a cornhole toss game, a <laughs> cornhole uh, tossing game. Sure, Let me make sure I clarify that. Yeah. You know what I'm talking about. <laughs> yes, I do. Yeah. It's a bean bag. You throw it, you try to hit it in a hole. Yeah. It's, that's just one of the many exciting things. <laughs> <laughs> Do you play music for them too? Yeah, or? I play songs. I take requests, and it goes on for ninety minutes. And uh, and uh, I wish that I had a trailer big enough to put everybody in it. But uh, air streams are only go up to thirty feet, <laughs> and so we cram as many in there as we can. And 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 everybody that's been in there so far smells good. So it's I think they prepare to come, and it's good. Do you it's offer them, Do you offer many uh, junk huh? food? Any of the junk food you were talking about earlier? Do you offer them any like donuts or anything? Uh, no, but now we just played the Americana <laughs> Fest in Nashville, and we took it there, and uh, and we um, we uh, fried everybody that came. They got a fried spam sandwich, <laughs> and um, they got it. Uh, and it's real basic. It's 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 a thinly sliced uh, piece of spam. It's been brown, golden brown on both sides, 
and then you put you get white some I can't give no advertisements. I ain't gonna name the brand of the bread, but we get white bread and miracle whip. That's all it takes. <laughs> the sweetness of the miracle whip offsets the saltiness of the spam. Sounds delicious. It really does. Uh, well, Paul, um, you may not have a trailer big enough, but you certainly have the Brown Theater tonight, and that's where Paul and his band are playing to celebrate the 20, uh, 20th anniversary of this amazing career and this amazing person. Let's welcome back to FPK's Live Lunch, Paul Thorne. Thank you. Here's a song off Hammer and Nail. A lot of the songs off Hammer and Nail were about a relationship that I was in that was falling apart, and that's where the good ones come from. The door on the mailbox is rusty shut. The grass in the yard show has grown up One of the chains is broken on the front porch swing I don't know why I came I guess I had to see it one more time this little trailer we shared in better times Way out young to see those big old black clouds moving I wish the wind could blow me back in time Those were the days I had it made when you were Temporarily forever mine Did you know your mother still calls me She's got a special place in her heart for me I'll always be her favorite son-in-law She wonders what went wrong Yeah, no time can take this pain away But time can't take me back to yesterday Way out young to see those big old black clouds moving I wish the wind could blow me back in town Those were the days I had it made when you were Temporarily forever mine You were just Temporarily forever mine. Uh, I did used to be a boxer. 
uh, not at the level of Muhammad Ali, my hero. He's uh, from this town. I love my I love my Muhammad Ali. He's great. But I did go pretty far in boxing. Uh, I, uh, one time I was no, I was ranked number 29 in the whole world in my weight class, and I got to fight on national TV a couple times. And one of them was against the great Roberto Duran, and uh, I fought as hard as I could. It was scheduled for 10 rounds, and uh, at the end of six rounds, they stopped the fight because I had a bad cut, and the blood was making it where I couldn't see. So I lost to the better man, you know, but I got some punches in. I busted his eye open. I'm real happy about that. And I wear, uh, I wear my Roberto Duran T-shirt all the time. I might wear it tonight. I don't know. But uh, the reason I wear uh, my Roberto Duran T-shirt is I have a standing rule. Any man that whoops me, I will wear your shirt. Okay. <laughs> this guy looks like he wants to try me. <laughs> he got that look. <laughs> okay. Anyway, but I'm thankful I got the opportunity. It's a great memory for me, something that very few people got to do. And, and uh, I, I gave it my best. I lost, but I gave my best. And if you give it your best, you never, you're never a loser. That's all you can do is give it your best. My boss man said you better get to work before I have to let you go. He just walks around and he pays no mind to the sweat dripping off of my nose. But after 12 long years of him dogging me out, there's one thing I've learned well. I'd rather be a hammer than a nail. How many of y'all know what I'm talking about? My girlfriend, she went out on me. 151 times At least she was honest enough To admit it When she wasn't too busy lying But I came to a realization The last time she kicked my tail I'd rather be a hammer Than a nail If you've ever been on the receiving end then you know what it's like A losing situation Has been the story of my life But I ain't gonna let it beat me down Someday I'll prevail Yes, I will I'd rather be a hammer than a nail <laughs> All right, this is that part I was telling y'all about I climbed in the ring with Roberto Duran And the punches began to rain down He hit me with a dozen hard uppercuts And my corner threw in the towel I asked him why he had to knock me out And he summed it up real well He said, I'd rather be a hammer than a nail if you've ever been on the receiving end, then you know what it's like. A losing situation has been the story of my life. But I ain't gonna let it beat me down. Someday I'll prevail. Yes, I will. 
I'd rather be a hammer than a nail. My little girl ain't a little girl no more. She's 13 now. She's putting on makeup, flat iron in her hair, doing things she used to not care about. It's because she's attracted to boys now. She used to not be. That was the good days. <laughs> and uh, she's in a dance troupe. They do uh, dances. They, they choreograph these dances with today's music and everything. And, and they, they, they wear these skimpy little skirts and everything. I'm not happy about it, but there ain't nothing I can do about it. And uh, they had a little recital the other day, and I went to it. And when they uh, got through with the recital, all the young boys was waiting in the, in the wings to come up and start flirting. And, you know, young boys, they, they don't know how to flirt. They ain't got no game. They're just kind of winging it, you know. And so, <laughs> and so I just tried to stay back, but I wanted to observe the mating rituals, you know, and everything. And so... Uh, this little boy, I could see he liked my daughter. He was just, he couldn't take his eyes off of her. And he was nervous, and he uh, didn't know what to say. And I just, I just observed him. <laughs> and he walked, up, he walked up to my little girl, and he said, if I can do a backflip off this picnic table and land on my feet, can I have a kiss? <laughs> That's about how y'all, some of you men out there, your game is about at that level, too. It was cute. I understand. Heartbreak is ahead of all of us when we're that little, you know. It could be ahead of us now, but, you know, when you're little and you fall in love, you fall real hard. I had a popular crush when I was 10 years old. Her name was Lisa Janine. She lived across the road. I caught her with a Cub Scout and a little blue hat They were pushing each other on a swing out back I remember how it almost killed me How could she do me like that? I never thought I'd be the same But now I look back and I laugh If I can get old her, I can get over you. It's just gonna take some time. These things they always do. Even though she left scars on my heart, time has healed the wounds. If I can get over her, I can get over. Took my high school sweetheart to the senior prom She went off to college and I stayed on the farm I had a broken heart and some fences to mend I knew I'd never hold her again But I saw her today in the paper 
smiling in her wedding dress. So I sent her a card and a blender, and I wished her all the best. If I can get over her, I can get over you. It's just gonna take some time. These things they always do. Even though she left scars on my heart, time has healed the wounds. If I can get over her, I can get over you. Thank you very much. Uh, I grew up uh, singing gospel music. That's where I got all my ability to play came from. And I like gospel music. And I'm going to sing a gospel song. This is a song I've been singing since I was three years old. Uh, It's called It's Me Again, Lord. Troubles come and I can't find an answer Lonely nights I've spent in agony But I have no other friend that I can turn to So here I am, Lord, asking on my knees It's me again, Lord I've got a prayer that needs an answer It's me again, Lord I've got a problem that I can't solve Now I don't mean to worry But here I am facing something new And I need help that only comes from you I know you're mighty busy up in heaven Forming worlds and hanging stars that shine But you promised if I asked that I'd receive it So here I am, Lord, asking one more time It's me again, Lord I've got a prayer that needs an answer It's me again, Lord I've got a problem that I can't solve Now I don't mean to worry you But here I am facing something new And I need help 
that only comes from you. Yes, I need help that only comes from you. Thank you, thank you. I want to thank uh, everybody. I want to thank Laura. I want to thank Tr uh, Stacy. Everybody that's helped me have a career here in, in uh, Louisville for a long time. I've been able to come here and draw a crowd, and it's because of this station. So thank y'all so much. And thank you to all the listeners out there. I love you, too. And uh, uh, the lady I spoke with about earlier in the show, Tara, the one that gave me the great hug. She, I want to give her a, a little announcement here. Her cat, Coco Pele, is missing. And if anybody sees a cat that you don't know whose cat it is, say Coco Pele. And if it comes up, it's Coco Pele. <laughs> so I hope you find your cat, Tara. I know what that's like to lose your pet. My pit bull dog, Grady, he recently passed away at the age of 14. And I have to... Confess, he killed six cats. <laughs> but it was not his fault. They jumped over into his pen and tried to get his food. Grady, don't play that. I'm going to sing a song for Coco Pele and all those deceased cats. I hope they wind up in a good place. And I'm going to end the show <laughs> with a song about a Jehovah Witness girl I grew up with that was having trouble paying her bills, but... She figured out a way to make ends meet. She drives a new car, wears expensive blouses. She tells her mama she's cleaning houses. She goes out witnessing Doing the Lord's work all week But on the weekend She's making ends meet John is a Jehovah Witness stripper Put a dollar in her G-string And she'll deliver If her daddy only knew He'd probably kill her Jaunted a Jehovah Witness stripper. One night down at the club, her daddy walked in. He didn't recognize his daughter dancing. She wore a blonde wig, he had sunglasses. When she got naked, he started clapping For Johnny the Jehovah Witness stripper Put a dollar in her G-string And she'll deliver If her daddy only knew He'd probably kill her Johnny the Jehovah Witness stripper If you ask her why she does it she looks at it this way She says, I'm counting my blessings Every night when I get paid She once lived in poverty And now everything's all right The Lord showed her how to make A thousand dollars a night 
tonight at the Brown Theater. Thank you. Paul Thorne at the Brown tonight. Thanks again to Music Go Around, our sponsor, and thanks to you for supporting WFBK. You've been listening to WFBK's Live Lunch, made possible by our contributing listeners. Eric Matthews is our recording engineer. Kojin Tashiro runs the house sound. Video is provided by J. Tyler Franklin. Our theme was composed by Dr. Dundas. WFBK's Live Lunch is produced by Stacey Owen.